The Nova Guest List Podcast with Kieran McGuinness. The very best in indie, alternative, and homegrown music from the seriously addictive Radio Nova. Yeah, that is the brilliant Autremond and Don't Have Brain on Radio Nova, which is the first single of their new album, Sensitive Assignments. Uh, I've been saying sensitive arrangements and now I'm trying to correct myself, but that happens. Uh, and I'm probably getting the name wrong as well. Uh, Porig is on the line. How are you doing, Porig? How's it going, Karen? Very good, thank you. Um, you've had rashes and sausages this morning. You're in good form and uh, you're sitting in the car uh, to get out of the rain. That is exactly correct. Okay, we've got it right so far. Um, so the album came out on Friday. Uh, it's a brilliant listen. You know, I've had a couple of listens to it, and I, I think it's I think it's great. What does it feel like to have it out? Um, it's a relief just because it's been uh, it's been so long since the last one. For it's no, it's not five years since our last one. It's three years since our last one, but it feels like five years. Well, COVID uh, times is is a kind of a time warp, and anything can happen. Yeah, exactly. And the fact that we didn't really get to promote the last one because it literally came out a few weeks before COVID started. So um, it just feels like we were kind of in limbo for a long time. And uh, yeah, even this record, we've you know we've been we've had it ready quite a while. So it's uh, it's nice to get going and get it out and tell people about ourselves and play gigs. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, it's a uh, so for people who don't know, Ottoman is sort of a, a Dublin Irish musician super group. Lots of people in lots of different bands like Ginnels and and Paddy Ann himself and No Monster Club and Skelecrats. And you're all on the Popical Island label. So how did it how did it kind of come together? I mean, it sounds like you know each other anyway. But how did it kind of come together into this? Yeah, I mean, you're right when that we know each other. Um, but uh, my previous band was a band called Land Lovers, and uh, we uh, were finishing up, and I kind of had decided to kind of, uh, you know, I'll knock music on the head at this point. Um, but after a few weeks, I got kind of itchy feet, and just sent an email around to, like, BCCing everyone I knew who, you know, I want to be in a band with, and said, do you want to start a band? Paddy and Mark uh, won't be known to each other, because they've been in bands together all the way. They were the first people to get back to me. And on our first rehearsal, which was like the last night that we had our venue to pop in before uh, the lease ran out, Owen, who's now the drummer in the band, just randomly came in to practice drums and we said, I'll sit down there with us and play with us. And uh, well, he's been in the band ever since. So it was a nice little felicitous uh, thing that happened. Um, But yeah, we'd all been involved in various bands in in Popgill Island. So there was, you know, there was no strangers. <laughs> well, I've I've asked people to be in bands with me before, and it's turned out, you know, various degrees of terrible until it until it worked. But it seems like it it just connected straight away because the sensitive assignments, the new album, it's got post rock on it, it's got kind of lush indie, a kind of funky pop, it's got like some really kind of post rocky kind of monotone almost vocals, and it's kind of expressive vocals. It just sounds like lots of influences, and for that to come together and work, it must be really satisfying. Yeah, I mean, we were all, I suppose we were already very comfortable playing with each other uh, as a band. So there was no kind of, we, we were past the point of kind of like uh, wondering how, you know, we'd actually gel together or wondering what other people would do. What we did want to do with this one was consciously get out of our comfort zone in terms of the writing process for one. So we didn't, you know, we're all songwriters and we'd all like would have spent our lives kind of bringing songs into bands and then like, you know, the band learns the song and you might make some changes along the way. But this time we kind of had a, we kind of had a rule whereby everything had to, kind of had to come together through, you know, improvisation or just something that happened in the rehearsal room. I think that was probably a symptom of, uh, or a function of uh, the kind of COVID times when we started writing it and that there was no kind of, the kind of end point of it seemed quite abstract. And that really worked. We just, we ended up with like 90 little phone demos or something 
that were just kind of us messing with little riffs and kind of drum patterns and whatever. And we just sat down one day and went through them and found what we thought were the interesting ones to turn into songs. No, I was going to say, it does sound like that. It sounds like people confident in their uh, kind of songwriting experience to be able to kind of put bits together and then kind of find where the magic central point is between them. Yeah, I don't think we would have worked like this years ago. I think you, you have to be at the point where maybe you're, you you just are a little bit experienced, I suppose, or you're kind of itching to do something a little bit different. And that's, that's yeah, that's what this is. There's a kind of a gravitational force bringing us back to kind of making sure that they're all songs at the end. You know, we didn't want them to be kind of like free-form jams. And they're not. They are songs in the end. But that's the, the origins of them. Yeah, classic line in the press was these are songs um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. but uh, um, well, one thing that kind of struck me is that I imagine that uh, a, a live kind of version of this album is a lot of fun uh, so you've been doing gigs and you, uh, you did that brilliant festival fall right into place and uh, so what has it been like playing the songs live what's the reactions been like uh, well uh, really really good um, we, we had a really good reaction in Limerick and in at fall right into place. Um, we're kind of like excited about it at the moment because we actually were worried all the way how we were going to play the songs live because we we always thought we'd need a fifth member um, because we didn't really we didn't write with drums. We wrote with a drum machine, but we want to play live with drums. So Owen, our drummer, was basically playing keyboards for the whole recording process, and the drums were done after the fact. We figured out a way with the help of a of a of a nice little sampler, which allows us to to do things uh, as we would like to do them live. And it's just it's very exciting. The the songs that kind of benefit from that are sounding great, and there are a kind of a healthy kind of core of songs that we could play in our sleep anyway. So. That's all very smooth. Yeah, yeah. No, look, I'd love to actually see it live. And I know there's gigs coming up the 27th of Dublin, Bello Bar. And uh, I'm actually looking forward to uh, hopefully going to see that myself. But before we go, there's some brilliant uh, topics for songs on the album. And uh, it kind of just in themselves are like kind of, you know, intriguing. So uh, there's a Franciscan protest song. There's uh, songs about becoming a family man called Road to Domestos, which is just a good pun. And you can't, you know, you can't say no to a good good pun. Uh, And there's also a song about the admiration you have for the assassinated former leader of Burkina Faso, Thomas Sankara. Now, obviously, I went and and researched Thomas Sankara. Of course. Uh, Of course I did. Um, And a very interesting character. So, I mean, you know, that in itself is, uh, in some hands might seem, you know, uh, to be deliberately doing things that are outside the norm. It seems to have kind of just worked <laughs> out of that. Yeah. What's the maddest idea that you brought and you went, you know something, this might be just a little bit too mad? Um, yeah, I mean, I, don't, I, I, I often, I don't really find them, them too mad uh, in that my lyrics normally come from uh, placeholder lyrics that I find a kind of a good placeholder lyric and imagine a character out of it, you know. So even the Thomas Sankara one is it's it's one level removed. It's about or it's in the voice of a person who's obsessed with Thomas Sankara and his attempt to kind of use this esoteric knowledge to, you know, help himself socially. So I'm not sure. Is there anything particularly mad? The last song on the album, uh, "Sensitive Assignment," parts one to four, is like a four-piece suite that uh, tracks a guy getting released from prison from the perspective of his different family members. That's a bit mad, I suppose. No, that's that's what you want. Uh, that, that's the kind of thing I actually want from a band who've written lots of songs, is to go and do kind of stuff that I wouldn't, I have to double check that I'm reading it right. That it, it's a really enjoyable album. Go and check it out. Uh, one of my favourite songs on the album is Strictly Come Dancing. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that, Porig, before we play it? 
Um, yeah, the kind of main uh, central inspiration was uh, Robert Palmer's woke up laughing in, in that we were just messing around with kind of synth sounds like that. And I think it turned into something that's a bit like um, the Stone Roses with a yacht rock chorus. <laughs> Which is just perfect. Uh, let's play it. Thank you so much for chatting to us, uh, Porg. The album is called Sensitive Assignments. They're playing live on the 27th in Dublin in Bellow Bar and the band is Ottremond. Thanks, Porg. Thanks, Kieran. Now let's play it. This is Strictly Come Dancing on Radio Nova. The Nova Guest List Podcast with Kieran McGuinness, the very best in indie, alternative, and homegrown music from the seriously addictive Radio Nova.